welcome to Gecko Weekly Podcast 4. On today's show, we have Bob the Weatherman, Daniel the Duck, Laura the Lamb, Betty Fiona. We have bog snorkelling, gardening, and local volunteers. Coming up first is Bob the Weatherman over the Atlantic Ocean. Hello, I'm Bob the Weatherman reporting from over the Atlantic Ocean on my Boeing 747. It's quite chilly here and extremely windy. Can someone shut the door? Thank you, Bob, for your weather report. Now, I've been wanting to know what people are doing to help the NHS. Here is Jane Eikhoff to tell us more about scrubs. Hello, my name is Jane Eikhoff and I'm going to tell you about a project I've been involved with during lockdown. What do healthcare workers normally wear? Healthcare workers often wear a top and trouser set called scrubs. At the beginning of the pandemic, there were very few spare scrubs in the country, so they started asking people who can sew to make them some out of spare fabric they might have, even sheets and duvet covers. They were also asking for cloth bags so that they could take spare scrubs to work and which would be regularly washed, so lots of people were needed to make those too. As well as scrubs and bags, frontline health workers were in need of a cloth band with buttons on it so that they could secure the elastic on their masks onto that instead of around their ears. They get very sore if you have to wear a mask all day long. I started making scrubs, but then I was asked to help coordinate other volunteer sewers in Chepstow so that everyone had enough fabric, a pattern to use and a way to deliver what they had made so we could get them to the people who wanted them. I set up a fabric collection point in a decommissioned bus shelter in Tuts Hill that the local Women's Institute uses as a village book exchange. People could donate fabric and people who wanted to sew could take fabric and also take patterns that some very kind printing companies had printed. And then they could leave what they'd made in the bus shelter too. We were inundated with people's colourful sheets and duvet covers, elastic and thread, We were able to supply the local volunteers in Chepstow and beyond with whatever they needed to make scrubs, scrub bags and ear buddies. We now even have volunteer drivers to deliver and collect places which are too far to walk to from Chepstow, including Shire Newton. George's mum Paula does this once a week and it's very helpful. How do you keep the volunteers safe? Because we wanted to keep all the volunteers safe, we made the instructions about taking fabric very clear. Sewers had to wash it at 60 degrees first and as soon as they had put it in the washing machine they had to wash their hands. After they'd finished making they had to wash the items again and bag them up with that day's date on and then deliver back to the bus shelter. That way we could quarantine them for two to three days before handing them on to the person who was going to wear them or use them. So far we've made 105 scrubs, 450 bags, 540 ear buddies and about 50 hats. I think it's an excellent effort by all the volunteers involved who are working hard at home in lockdown to provide vital help for our frontline workers in the NHS and care homes. It really makes them feel they're needed. I really hope that the connections and friendships we've all made as a result of this project will continue long after lockdown. Thank you, Jane. That was really interesting.
Next, we have Laura the lamb in her field. Hello, I'm Laura the lamb in my field. I'm deciding what to wear. I've got a choice of um, a woolly jumper, a sheepskin coat and some lycra shorts. Thank you, Laura. I'm not sure about lycra shorts. Next, Paula is going to talk to us about things that might need designing. Hello, I'm Bob the Weatherman again. Will you stop interrupting me, Bob? Can you tell us more about the sorts of things that need designing? Well, yes. I mean, if you look around, even in your house, um, you can immediately see things that have got a pattern on. Um, so things like wallpaper, curtains. Um, you can go into the kitchen and then you might have got some shopping that you've bought back from Tesco or another supermarket and you might have bought a birthday card or on the packaging for some pasta somebody will have designed a little logo or something um, and so really anything that's got a pattern on it that you look at so books um, CD covers um, clothes all the clothes that we wear somebody's designed it somebody's designed the pattern on the shirt that you're wearing or your t-shirt or your socks um, and things like in your bedroom what can you think of in your bedroom that's got a pattern on it maybe a bed yes mattress. yeah bed linen um, things like you'd eat your tea off of an, a pretty plate that's got a pattern on it or you might have a nice cup of tea from a beautiful mug that I might have designed. So anything really that's got a pattern on it. So are you basically saying anything in your house has been designed like a random thing, like a washing basket? Absolutely. Somebody would have sat there in front of a computer and thought, I wonder how I could make a washing basket. So somebody has to design it to tell the factory how to make it. Absolutely. Thank you, Paula. That was really quite interesting. Let's head back over to Laura the Lamb to see if Lycra Shorts was a good choice. Hello, I'm Laura the Lamb. I just tried the Lycra Shorts and they were terrible. I looked so silly. Now, I think Bob the Weatherman is desperate to tell us something about the weather. with my mum at the wreck. So we're at the pond, aren't we, George? Yes, and I've just <laughs> dropped my drink in the pond. Okay, mustn't drop drink in the pond. Yeah, I've just got my teddy bear out. Okay, um, I, I can see loads of things. What can you see, George? I, yeah, I can see loads of tadpoles, but when I went here with my dad, I, we found loads more tadpoles in here, actually. Did you? Yeah, we, we found hundreds. I can see loads of them. Yes. So, what is a tadpole, George? So, a tadpole is basically a baby frog. So, frogs lay eggs up to a thousand eggs in, oh, sorry, four thousand eggs in one go. Good grief. Then, basically, they lay frogs, it then turns into frog spawn. Yeah. Then, the, the tadpoles hatch out of it, then they turn into tadpoles. Yeah. Then, they turn into froglets, and then they're big frogs. And what are we doing at the minute?
Yes, I would. So do you think this counts as one of our wild days? One of the things we're doing in the wild? Well, I think so. Well, one of them was create habitat for wildlife. And so we've done that? Yeah. Oh, I'll just go and retrieve. So we're just experimenting with some stones to put in our bucket for animals or bugs to get out if, if they can. If well, the, so if, if they fall in, yes. is that? So we're oh, making a little one for the bottom step. Yeah. Then we're just making them gradually bigger. Okay, so we only need three by the look of it. You've got three big stones there. Three big stones, Because bucket's yeah. not that big, is it? And then we just plop it in the hole. Yeah. Now we fill it with water. Fantastic. Shall we perhaps tidy it off with using some of the bits of turf around the edge? We can sort of yeah. pack it in a bit. So, so we've just got to be careful not to get the soil into the bucket now that yeah. we've cleaned it out with rainwater. Yeah? They, yeah, they won't like soil. No, that's true. That's it. So you tell, tell everybody what you're doing. So I am putting some turf around the outside. Just to make it a bit tidy. Yeah, and pack it all in, make sure it can't move. Let's head over to Footy Fiona, who's going to be playing socially distanced football on her own. Hello, I'm Footy Fiona, and I'm training to play socially distanced football. I'm the defender, midfielder, striker, goalkeeper, referee and coach for both teams. It's very confusing quite tiring and I keep tripping myself up. Now we're going in the garden with Mr Tedious. Hello and welcome to gardening with Mr Tedious. Today we will be thinning out plants to exactly 14.2 millimetres so I am now currently measuring my first one. Do you mean 14.2 centimetres? No, I know exactly what I mean. Oh. I am now planting my second one. Thank you, Mr Tedious. That was, um, tedious. Now we're going to head over to Daniel the Duck, who's going to be testing waterproofness. Hello, I'm Daniel the Duck, and today I'm going to be testing waterproofness of three very different things. Feather woolly coat and wallpaper. First, it's the wallpaper. But before that, I need to fill up my bowl with water. I need to now drop the wallpaper in. And, oh, it rips. Shame, I rather like that wallpaper and I kind of wanted it on my wall. We are now heading over to George, the mad gardener, who is going to be thinning out in his greenhouse. Hello, I'm George, the mad gardener, and right now I'm thinning out, so I'm going to be throwing the seedlings up into the air, and if they land in a sensible place, I'm going to be planting them there. Not sensible place. Sensible place. Let's go plant it. We are now going to head back to Mr Tedious again. Hello and welcome to Gardening with Mr Tedious. Today I will tell you about my collection of seed packets from A to Z. It shouldn't take long. I only have 254 different ones. Should we start at number one? So first I've got A for apple. 
Well, I'm terribly Bye. sorry. I've just remembered. I've got a cake that I need to go and make. Bye. Um, let me continue after I was rudely interrupted. B for banana. Thank you, Mr. Tedious. Again, it was uh, quite tedious. Next, we're going to head back to Footy Fiona to see how she is doing socially distanced football on her own. Hello, I'm Footy Fiona and I'm commentating and playing socially distanced football. So, I'm passing the ball to uh, myself. I dribble a ball and I stop me from passing to me. I'm getting ready to score and, oh no, there is no goalkeeper. So, I need to be a goalkeeper. But, no one is shooting the goal. Now, I'm going to take you around my greenhouse in normal mode. Hello and welcome to Normal Gardening with me, your normal gardening instructor, George. So I've just built some nice tomato um, supports for my, well, tomato plants. Uh, they're current sweet peas and they're actually quite big. And the last time I had my podcast, the climbing beans in the back of my greenhouse was all aphid damaged, but they're actually getting quite better and their tentaculars are out and they're wrapping themselves round the support. I have a cucumber plant and some aubergines in here. Yeah, aubergines are Mediterranean, so I'm quite happy that they have actually germinated. I've got some celery growing, some basil and sweet pea in here, and some endive lettuce. Now let's head over to Bob Greeno from Green Events. They organise the World Bog Snorkeling Championships in Lanolted Wells. Okay, hello Bob. My name is George. And I'm the I'm good, thanks. I'm the son of Paula. Um, who emailed you those few weeks ago about bog snorkelling. That's right. So I was going to start with a question. What is bog snorkelling? What is bog snorkelling? Well, the actual sport requires one to wear um, a face mask with a snorkel tube and flippers. You then have to swim, or not swim, so you have to bog snorkel, which obviously you're in a bog, so you're going to snorkel 120 yards in the fastest possible time, face down in the water, which is a lovely colour by the way, it's a really <laughs> dark brown by the time they've finished, um, without using any arm strokes. Who came up with the idea of bog snorkelling? Ah, well, that was like when... Uh, we needed to find a sport. We already had Manby Horse Racing, and now someone we needed something else for people to stay in our town because it's uh, it was built for people to tour for tourism to come and take the, the water in the old days when they used to swim in it and they used to drink it. And of course, National Health Service you could get a pill to do all those things to make you better. But they just uh, had a meeting in a pub. Well, they were some men standing around a bar in a pub. Yeah. Uh, what? They said, they said, what, uh, what could we do in town? What, what ideas have you got? You know, what could we use? Yeah. And someone said, well, I've got a bog in my garden. <laughs> and, and, and some joker at the back said, we could snorkel in it. And so they invented it. 
Why was this invented? come and take part? Okay, there's... The average is about 160 will be taking part in it. And there's probably another 400 or so who are just standing there looking at them, wondering what on earth they're watching. <laughs> wow. Who is the world champion? world champion is Neil Rutter, who is from Swindon in Wiltshire. He's won it for the last three years. Um, and he's also done the fastest ever time, which is something like... Wow, he must be snorkelling very fast then. He was going very fast and he broke a record set by a young lady a few years younger and then the previous two world records were both set by females. Mm. Wow. I would be stuck behind then, um, swimming very slowly or actually snorkelling. Well, some some people do have a real job getting around. They get halfway down and then... What you mustn't do is if you get the water in the top of your snorkel tube, <laughs> stop breathing. Yes. Yeah. Because that, that, the water is not poisonous, but it's not that pleasant. No. No. What is it like snorkelling in a bog? Uh, well, I don't know because I've never done it. <laughs> I, I, unfortunately, I unfortunately can't float, or I might be, might be fortunate when it comes around to bog snorkelling, and I sort of swim like a brick. But um, what they tell me is, you can't see anything for a start because it's so dark. Uh, you're constantly bumping into things like weeds from the side or the old frog or the newt or uh, insects and there's some fish in there and sometimes there's dead eels. Uh, and the other thing you will, the longer the day goes on, the worse the smell gets. So is, that, so is there other things than water in the bog? be bog snorkelling it would uh, be uh, well, it swimming be, it wouldn't be bog snorkelling but if they wanted mm. to do it at the olympics they might have to do it somewhere different yeah <laughs> it, it would probably be swimming pool snorkelling which would be quite well, boring to the end of our podcast. See you next week.